Thanks for hanging out with us. Is it today's the big day? Tonight is the big finale. The I'm Golden Gary. Bachelor. I'm 72, and I'm your first ever <laughs> Golden Bachelor. What I hope is that I can look at one of those women and know that I found the right person. Well, I'm Gary I install hot tubs is a completely different vibe of a show. Um, based on the Hollywood mm-hmm. Reporter's expose about how Gary, whether it was uh, ABC, said we got to Disneyfy your image. I we, told, I think we can't so. let people have you. We want you to be the Virgin Widow. But um, that story was everywhere yesterday, and Casey and our friend Sandy have. Casey has accidentally become involved with the Golden Bachelor because he sees me watching parts. He's in the room. He's he's in the room room where there's noise on the TV. And he he said to me from the very day, he said, that guy cries too much. No guy cries that much. There's something wrong with him. Something's off. I love it. And our friend Sandy said she wasn't going to watch it because she couldn't get past the Kermit the Frog. A lot of people said that. And she didn't like the crying. And I said, well, it's been a ratings uh, blockbuster. And we we have loved it. We have loved it. And I I, I talked to my mom again about it today because she was yesterday very disappointed about the fact that he pretended to be the virgin widow. Um, And uh, she said, but when I talked to her this morning, she says, does it really surprise one woman out there that a guy whose wife has been gone for six years uh, she said, I can't believe we believed him when he said he hadn't really dated. I know it. I said, well, don't blame the audience for we got very much so. They really shoved that storyline I, 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 down the viewers. I think we talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. I know we did because it was breaking news right before our show. And I think the thing is ABC embraced a storyline and Dosh Garnet, they're going to go their way with it. And Gary might have said, you know, this is uncomfortable, this is untrue, and they're like, well, are there really any ghosts that might come out? And he's like, not big ones, you know. And well, I he, think they pushed the story, and he didn't... I think production could have... I think they could have given us the full story on Gary. I, 100%, because it's not that big of a deal. Well, what just is feels a big like deal? a lie now. What is a big deal? I broke up with a friend, and so did a, another friend of mine. We broke up with a fr- longtime friend of ours, because... He started dating a woman one month after his wife died. I could not stand that. And it, so you didn't... You, and she had only been sick for like seven months, his wife. So it wasn't like she had So been, you just passed complete judgment and you thought this is wrong. Completely. Mm-hmm. Completely. It's too... I Personally, I would haunt... I would like cast a spell on Casey's wiener... So he mm-hmm. would be unable to date anybody a month after I died. I you already sure. have. I know that yeah. this is already, we've but, talked to the Hocus Pocus folks. But, that's the place. But I mean, it, that's too soon unless, you know. It was a longer. No. It I wasn't a long it, time thing. Apparently, uh, apparently um, there have been um, a couple people who said, Tony, his wife, knew that he had at least one affair during their marriage. Now, that is not anything the Hollywood Reporter um, uh, connected with, but that Gary... We're talking about the Golden Bachelor. Yeah, maybe, you know, he... um, Twitter's been very funny. The Aluminum Bachelor, the Tin Bachelor. People are like, hasn't anyone watched Unreal? Haven't you guys seen what... Uh, what that show, what they will do. But no matter what, I mean, his the finale tonight will be 
historic because it has changed television forever in showing, hey, people want to see people over the age of 35 having romance. And I guess one of the theories on tonight is that he picks maybe Leslie in the final, but then goes back to the other one, changes his mind and ends up back with the first one. So that could be Teresa, Leslie, Teresa. So we think, well, there's two hours of piggybacking, ping ping pong to be played. And we have a live show after the finale. And I want to know if Jesse Palmer will address the the Hollywood Reporter thing and ask him about it. Uh, my mom said, "No way will that be brought up." I don't know. I think it would. Okay, so um, poll right now, will mm-hmm. he or won't he? Mm-hmm. Um, it's so out there, Lori. It's so out there everywhere. I don't know how you don't address it slightly. I mean, it could just be, you know, there's been some discrepancies. Even some of the golden bachelorettes that were on Gary season have on social media. They're like, uh, we feel slightly fooled because he presented so hard that he was this grieving widow for years and years. And what if they just wrote wrote a disclaimer? (laughs) Um, We have found out after the filming finished that (laughs) Gary lied to us. He doesn't own restaurants. He owns Bob Burger drive through and sold it in 1983. And he did date someone a month after, which in our, you know, after his wife died from a quick, brief illness, which was only like two months. I wonder if Gary will still go on Dancing with the Stars. I wouldn't. Yeah, I think Gary's going to take a little profile after this. But he has so much upside of commercial money-making things, and maybe we didn't think he needed the money, but maybe he does. I don't know. He's retired. Uh, <laughs> does, does anybody, he was working. I'm curious. He's been, he was installing hot tubs as recently as a year and a half ago or something. I mean, he has been working. I don't know. I feel like if they don't say something, their integrity yeah. is on the line. And I just don't care. even, Lori, they don't they care. They don't care about They're, that. It's a rating bonanza. Uh, but I mean, mm, 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 not mm. even a little something, something like, you know, Gary, there's been news this week that I would, if I was, if, all right, so if, if it's Jesse after Palmer, the rose, yes, it's after it, the rose, if it's, it's after supposedly the rose, live. Right. And doesn't the woman or, ma- or the, the, Final yes. roses sits with him. Yes, and then they usually will announce who will be the next next bachelorette or bachelor, whatever. golden bachelor, right? Yeah, and Some I would of, expect that to happen tonight, right? But I think it would be if I was the person, you have to slide it in some way. We'll see what Jesse Palmer at does. At least at the commercial break. And then after he leaves, you can repeat what he said. I mean, it is. They always <laughs> we like, did that to Kathy. Yeah, they, they always say, you know, that's going to be the most shocking bachelorette ever. But this one kind of has in many <laughs> different ways for, you know, the finding out this story and <sighs> and the whole way that Gary got disnified, basically. He really did. He, he got really the Disney did. And I. I don't know. I, I, I think they would have. I don't think it would have mattered mm-mm. or made any difference in how people felt about him if they had just. Now people have to think about it. And now my mom is like, oh, now I'm back to my old cynical self about men. Your mom has <laughs> always been a little cynical. Yeah, but Gary yes. was giving her hope, and I she know. was looking for men like him and Safeway and Trader Joe's, and kept reporting they still, weren't out there. They're at Costco too, and she liked how nice he talked and at everything. The pickleball courts, but she's just like, oh, men. 
I don't know. And my other friend is really indignant and is likening him to Dirty John. The remind Connie people Britt, what that was. That was a story, a true story that was brought, to, I think, to Lifetime starring Connie Britton and that other hot Australian guy. Who was that? He was in the Time Traveler's Wife. Good looking oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Can't think of his name. He was going to be a movie star. He was going to be, but never mm-hmm. made it. Never made it. Anyway, it he wasn't Eric, Dirty, is it Eric Bana? Eric, Eric Bana. Bana. Yeah. Dirty John. I think it was on Lifetime. And it was a true story about this guy who conned his way to women's heart and their money and everything. And uh, oh Lord. So my one. These are two extremes. Oh yeah, my one friend is like <laughs> he is Dirty John. It was He's a Bravo. It was a Bravo. It was a Bravo. Bravo. Okay. Yeah. Bravo connection. Oh, all right. Anyway, so I, you know, I all I know is ABC is like going. Oh, this is even going to bring more eyes. People who maybe didn't watch the show because people have been catching up with it on demand, right? Because it's on Hulu. But the one thing I would say, if I was Gary in this case, yeah, and it's happening, I would say, you know, I just want to address this. Uh huh. Um. And start crying. Well, let's see. And start crying. He's very good at crying. And just start crying. Yeah, it works. And just say, this was very hard for me. I didn't know how to deal with it. I mean, he is good at crying. He... There was a suggestion to do this, and I went along with it. Yeah. And this has been the best experience of my life. Oh, I, I, I truly I hope this happens, but I won't. I truly was present in every moment and mm-hmm. meant it. Mm-hmm. And I have strong feelings for the 17 then, women I told I loved. Right. Then Jesse <laughs> is going to say, uh, any regrets about telling three women in one week that you were madly in love with them, including two families where you promised not to break their mother's hearts. And then he can cry harder and say, that was really painful. I do regret that. Mm -hmm. I mean, tears could save him right now. Well, tears have been getting him a long way. But it could get him out of this, I think. We'll we'll see. see. Tonight, the two-hour finale starting at 7 o'clock on Channel 5 ABC, The Golden Bachelor. We're going to take a quick break and come back and talk about probably one of the best produced holiday programs I think we've watched in so very, very long. This is Lori and Julia, my talk. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law, dishing about divorce. Ann, do you need a reason to file for a divorce? In the state of Minnesota, you don't need a reason. Minnesota is referred to as a no-fault divorce state. So again, real simple, you don't need a reason. There's language we have in our state statute that says an irretrievable breakdown of the marriage relationship. We simply put that in your initial paperwork. So back in the day, people had to have a reason and the judge would decide whether or not they would grant the divorce, so whether it was abandonment or adultery or something like that, those things don't matter anymore. But what about cheating? You know, the reality is the courts don't care. It doesn't matter. It has no bearing under our laws. And in fact, sometimes people think they're going to get something out of it because the other side cheated, and that's just not the case. Not having to deal with this in an already very difficult divorce process actually makes the whole thing much easier and a little more streamlined. For a free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. Our first time, I think, truly going inside Graceland for one of the most beautiful holiday specials ever. I, Julia, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I don't know that I'll ever delete this program from my uh, VCR. I thought the same thing. I watched it this morning, and I thought Jeff will want to see this. Oh, it, it was, it was, it was so good, and we were all excited about the Rockefeller tree lighting. Ceremony. And that was fun. I mean, Kelly Clarkson. She's a great host. Great host. Her hair sing. and the updo, that coat. She looked fabulous. She started the show singing. But to me, the Rockefeller Center could have been trimmed down to one hour and then the extra hour given to Grayson, but and just had Kelly share 
Sharon Darlene Love, and then Liz Gillies and Seth MacFarlane. That's all the performers they needed. They didn't need. They sold the advertising around all the in it, Jay. and they, David Foster. I mean, there was no, just sort of like on. what? Hold on, give me your first immediate thought when you saw Barry Manilow because something came to mind for me. Golden Doodle. Oh yeah, his but face. His, his face face. looked exactly like a golden doodle. Yeah, I he's was just very, with the golden doodle. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> that is his doggleganger. I'm like, a doggleganger, too, Lori. Very clever. Mm-hmm. A doggleganger. Yeah. Everyone might, I mean, literally. And he's 80 years old, and he is still and up he there. He sounded great. He and, really? But again, I would have cut Barry. I would have cut Catherine and David. I would have cut Kiki Palmer. I kind of appreciate, though, Lori, that Graceland was just an hour. It was compact. It, it was, was so nice. well produced. It was so good. I mean, when you think about Riley Keough, 33 years old, she's owned Graceland for a hot minute. and Her mother just passed away last winter. Yeah, in January. And for people who remember watching Elvis, the Baz Luhrmann movie, uh, you know, the 68 special plays a part in that um, movie because it's the one and only time, at least that we know of, that Elvis put his foot down with the Colonel. And the Colonel, this was a special that aired. It was taped in July, but it aired on NBC in December of 1968. And Elvis put his foot down with the Colonel and said, "I'm not ending my special with a Christmas song. Right. I want to do this song if I can dream, which has meant so much to me." After Martin Luther King was assassinated and JFK, he wanted to do a spiritual gospel song. Mm-hmm. And he, that's the only Grammys Elvis ever won, was in gospel music. Yes. So he loved it. He loved it and he put his foot down. And so the fact that Riley is paying attention and she realizes and goes to NBC, they buy it. Um, and it wasn't that many songs. And I appreciated the intimacy of that. <sighs> Seeing her and Lana Del Rey with cookies in the kitchen. and I loved... Okay, so we really got to go really inside. Because now I remember the animal room. What's that room called? The, the jungle, jungle room. room. We saw in the Elvis movie, we yes. saw them have an interview there mm-hmm. with the hot guy that played Elvis. Austin Butler. Yeah, and um, the mom. That was the music room. The yes. jungle room was where there was a lot... He had a piano in there mm-hmm. and everything. And Lana Del Rey opening the show with Unchained Melody, which was Elvis's favorite song to cover. And Austin Butler sang Unchained Melody when he sent Baz Luhrmann his, 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 uh, yeah, audition. And you know, that was written for a movie. Unchained Melody? Unchained in 1955. The movie stunk, but it was nominated for an Oscar. Because the Righteous Brothers, amazing. Mm-hmm. And Elvis always sang it in concert. So I thought un, I thought Lana Del Rey, I mean, she even had a Priscilla-esque look. So she opens with that, then closes the show with um, this love I, song uh, um, that she uh, sings. Would, yeah. And she gets in the limo or the pink, pink. Cadillac. It was really, if people want to watch it, it'll oh. be on Peacock. It was, and I think, Lori, the lighting of Graceland. The Putting Elvis up on the barn and outside. The new technology, having the big screen of him in the it, background, singing a duet a little bit. Didn't outside. that make you want to go to Graceland? So bad. Yeah. But I loved going in and seeing how they decorated it at the Hollywood the White Staircase. Yeah. And then, seriously, walking with Riley Keough and Lana Del through the kitchen mm-hmm. and seeing the old... You see, he has all the old TVs are in that house. Nothing's been updated. The old stove, the old funny hooded thing. It's frozen in time. It's frozen in time. It is 
It's pretty amazing. And then Post Malone. Oh, when he went out to the pool, the, and it's a small pool, you know, but and sings an acoustic version of Devil in Disguise. And Grant posted this and the Lana Del Rey doing Unchained Melody. They're posted on the show page, but he does this acoustic Devil in Disguise. I burst into tears when he said, man, I love Elvis. Do you want to hear the song? Yes. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, I was screaming. I was just losing my mind. And then he jumps in the pool yeah. with his guitar and his earpiece. And- but the intimacy for people who have never been oh. to Graceland, you've been there. We were in the horse barn. John yes. Legend was lovely. That um, was the chapel. That's the chapel that you can actually get married at Graceland. It's kind of in the back, but Elvis had a chapel You really built. can get married there? You can get married there. And to sit at the piano and do a cover of John Lennon's song Happy Christmas War is Over with the gospel choir was so moving and I like that Lisa Marie, or not Lisa Marie, that Riley, that they did the covers because then Alanis Morissette, how could you not get a teary eyed? She's standing underneath the jet that's across the street from Graceland the Lisa Marie singing the George George Michael Michael Last Last Christmas. Christmas. I mean... It was lovely. Oh, it was so good. And I said to Lori when I came in, Grant, you know, why didn't I was expecting at the end there to be something up in the screen in loving memory of my mother, Lisa Marie. Yeah. And Lori says, Julia, um, Alanis Morissette sang right in front of the big plane that Elvis bought that says the Lisa Lisa Marie. Marie (laughs) And I'm like, oh, that was too obvious for me. Well, you know, the one thing, it felt joyful. And you notice everyone, you know, Casey Musgraves, Lainey Wilson, Post, you know, uh, John Legend. Everyone was very, you know, we want to, we're sending all good love and thoughts. And they were just trying to have it be to the spirit of Elvis. And so I thought that was cool that they did covers. Mm-hmm. And it was, ma- great. it was just great. And the way it was produced and saying, okay, posted, we're getting ready to send the golf cart with Riley. You felt like you were kind of there. I loved it. I loved it too. I loved it. I and- agree with you. This is one to watch. Grant, if you didn't catch it, I would catch it on Peacock. Oh, yeah. They could do this every year, and just because it was so streamlined with only having seven songs or whatever it was. And then the home movies of Elvis with some of the photos that I don't ever remember seeing. It never gets old seeing Elvis, you know, jumping around in a pool or with the fake snow. He would truck into Graceland at Christmas. I'm just uh, asking you this now because I don't want to be a buzzkill, but I'm going to be one. Yeah. Um, Priscilla Presley Mm -hmm. was not there. Nope. Wasn't mentioned. She, yeah, she got paid a million dollars to go away. She's already done her work. But I, I understand that. But <laughs> yeah. she revived the Elvis estate. Yeah, and was yeah. Responsible for that. Do you think that those two are ever going to get along? Yes, they get along just fine. Okay, they do. And I bet Priscilla was very proud of her that she produced such a show. And thinking, why didn't I think of this? You oh, know, Lori. I'm just. But she was thinking of a lot of other things. But she's uh, some of that. So I, I have to believe she's proud of her. It was very smartly produced and wonderful. And Cher, how about Cher singing at Rockefeller? She sounded like a million bucks. It was a fun night. Fun night. It was a fun night. Hey, gang, it's Lori and Julia here for Hammer and Exploring Solutions. And, oh, my gosh, clear the warehouse. The big blowout sale is still going on at Hammernix at two of their four locations. You can go to the um, New Hope store on Bass Lake Road in 169, as well as the St. Paul store. And this is just inventory that you're going to find pricing even as low as a dollar a square foot. Yeah. Look for the yellow tags. I mean, they have a lot of inventory at those two locations. They are making room for the new 
stuff that's coming in, and so they just need hey, good clearance sale. And, we and, love it. And they've got on-site um, designers that can help you pick out what's right for you. They also have installers on staff, so you don't have to go out and deal and be your own project manager for that. We love Hammernix. You'll love these prices. And just if you're planning ahead, in a couple weeks, we're going to be at Hammernix in Hudson doing a live Santa um, stop. Stop. Thank December you. December 14th. Yes, we'll mm-hmm. be at Hammernix in Hudson. And um, just stop by, you guys, if you want a great deal. It's going on right now. <laughs> we are back. It is old St. Paul Home Week here. Um, Mitch Berthium is with us. And you may have heard Mitch many times on my talk. You're good friends with Allie Kaplan and Harmony on the Shop Girls. You've been a voice there. But um, t- today, a big article came out on you um, in Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine that you are the market maven. <laughs> The and, market and maven. maven. And we went to Immaculate Heart of Mary together, and we're just doing all the connections. And I'm like, Lori Casey knows one of the birth humes. There were a lot of them. We all know them. Just say hi to Shannon right now because she's listening. Hi, Shannon. I love you. Uh-huh. <laughs> In Seattle. <Seattle. laughs> we are all St. Pauli. So, you know, this is you have a pretty amazing story, and we're going to get to your curated shopping, the Dayton's Project, the Four Seasons Project. You are the curator of all pop-up gift buying in the Twin Cities pretty much, aren't you? Well, I think the the word to focus on is curator because I do go and select every single vendor. I think there's so many markets that happen which we need and are really fun mm-hmm. and they're all experiences and people can bring their kids to breweries on weekends and do these things. I invite people and hand select so that I don't have 10 candle makers and yes. 10 jewelers and 10 potters. Thank you. And so I spend every weekend, which is why Allie and Harmony have me on from cornfields from wherever, yeah. <laughs> church bazaars in oh, yeah. New Prague, Minnesota. Because uh-huh. you're looking. Because I'm looking. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely looking. So you left, just give us a little backdrop, because you left corporate America and did you just decide I want to do something different and I love finding unique things and you just kind of had this idea and ran with it or how did that it was really interesting because uh one of my dearest friends from college bought the old Fairbell woolen mill Mm -hmm. back in 2009 and i had been at ecolab Uh and um bought the mill asked me to come on uh, and head up sales was that because you were in a sales thing yes. at Ecolab? Okay, yes. so you knew how to do this. Yeah, okay, got it. And I had been in apparel and fashion after I got out of college working for Barbara Armajani, who owns Ampersand, mm-hmm. yes. who had a store called Pinstripe Petites. Yes! And, I shopped there. Yeah, so that was my big <laughs> first job. Yeah. And then, um, so the path led me to Faribault, and while I was there, for some reason... Uh, the buyer at Nordstrom called me and said, we're going to start doing these eight affluent stores of ours and call it the pop-in. And because you, as the head of sales at Fairbell, work with all these really cool local retailers, do you have suggestions for us and can you kind of help us curate? And then I kind of thought, then Target called me. And mm-hmm. it just, and here I was, you know, at Fairbell, but I thought, I should be doing this back home yeah. For myself. And so that's how I really started with Mall of America. Mm-hmm. Because in 20, what year was it? That, 2014. That you did the shop local corner yeah. at yeah, Mall yeah. of America. That was, that yeah, was all wonderful. Mitch. And it was really the first time really local, local got to be in such a big presence, don't you think? For a long time, yeah. not just a day or a weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's kind of the strategy that I had that was going to change 
the holiday Christmas bazaars mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing that I'm thinking of is um, when people are artists or small business, you know, like they've got uh, something that they're passionate about. They very often don't know how to market it or get it sold. How to get, you know, how do I get, and they need somebody like you. I they mean, do. They really do. <laughs> I mean, not, not me. Yes, not they them. Right, but I'm just <laughs> going to agree. They kind of do because I'm always <laughs> amazed at, I'm like, well, you don't sell very much. Well, I, I don't really, you know, know what to do. Or I, you know, there's a hesitancy to promote themselves. There is, and and I'll just tell you one really fun, quick story because it, it happened. Mitch Bertium, if you're just joining us, it happened in St. Paul. I was driving down Lexington and University one day, and I saw like this street thing going on in a bad parking lot, like potholes and everything else. And I thought, what is going on? So I pulled over, and there's this adorable couple spinning this cotton candy, and I went over to them and I said. Who are you? And they said, well, we're just helping our sister with friends of the library today. And I said, do you do other things? And they said, oh, no, we're not a brand. And I said, yeah, you kind of (laughs) are. And two months later, they called me and said, we listened. We took out a loan. We want to be in your Mall of America. And I was like, I didn't mean for you to take out a loan. Well, now they have their own shop in Union Depot downtown. So this is what. What's the name of it? Spinning Wild Cotton Mm -hmm. Candy. They were one of the top five at the state fair this year. Wow. And there's probably 10 stories I could give you mm-hmm. like that just from me opening my mouth that and saying, goosebumps, you're Mitch. wrong, you are somebody, yeah. and you're really important, and I recognize this, and let me start you with a platform that you can decide if you're a brand or not. Mm-hmm. How much fun is that for you? It's so gratifying. So that's yeah. really the part of it that really is gratifying. Mm-hmm. So from there, you know, the twins hired me to do in stadium. And the Super Bowl, and it's just kind of escalated where because shopping is limited and because people want an experience and you're either Mm -hmm. online or the Gen Zers and millennials want to go to these fun pop-ups and support local makers. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's true. Mm -hmm. So that's how this whole thing has transpired and become a really great business for me. How much fun is that when they go from being on in a you know driving lot? I I know which I'm thinking of the corner. I know that corner. There's a lot of potholes there, yes. and um, <laughs> to take that to be such a big deal. I I mean it just is, and the fact that I was like, I have somewhere to be, but I have to see who this is, yeah, because mm-hmm. this is going to bother me if I don't pull in this parking lot. And it just, yeah, it's it's great, and and that's a, really cool. That's a cool story because I can't even imagine, yeah, them like, well, who are you? What? What? I'm, oh, I'm just, sure they just thought mm-hmm. I was just a nutcase. Yeah, like, right. Who is but, this lady? but they're like, she's so cute, and she does seem to know what she's talking about. <laughs> um, so the Dayton's project, describe what that is, because is this like the fourth or fifth year? Or the third. The third year. Okay. So the first year um, Dayton's had hired me, I was actually in Chicago ready to sign an agreement with the Navy Pier who had asked me oh, wow. to bring a whole market there for a summer um, a summer long event. And I was sitting at Midway and um, I had just gotten done doing the Super Bowl pop up and I had called the leasing agent at Dayton's and said, downtown I need Minneapolis. Yep, downtown yeah. Minneapolis. And I said, I need a space 
for the Super Bowl pop-up. And she said, oh my gosh, we have nothing available. Oh, yes. And I said, well, when Dayton's opens, if you think about doing any local things, my name's Mitch Berthium, would mm-hmm. you please contact me? And she said, yeah, no. I went to a market last night at Mall of America. I want that person who yeah, curates. Yeah, you're like, that's oh, me. <laughs> okay, how funny, because you're sitting there, well, hmm. Yeah. And I, was I like, love how honest she was. Yeah, yeah she, no. Me too. That was really cool. And, and we're so close to this mm-hmm. day. Because of her honesty, she was like, yeah, no, it's not going to be you. It's going to be the person who curated the market <laughs> I was at at Mall of America. So that's how I built the relationship with Dayton. So I'm at, I'm at Midway Airport ready to sign this agreement. And Trisha Pitch- Pitchford calls me from Dayton's and said, we would like to hire you to do a local market. Yeah. And so um, she said it has to be put together by May. And this was in February. Oh, wow. And I said, listen, I do this in a year. Like I start Christmas in January sure, for the next right, Christmas right. because I'm so meticulous about who I invite to be in mm-hmm. and provide these great platforms. And I said, so I need some time to think about this because I don't do anything that isn't 100%. So did you hang up and go, oh, my God, Dayton's I know. We all grew up with Dayton's. I, I did. So I called every great brand in town and they were like, oh, my God, of course, Mitch, sign me up, sign me up, sign me mm-hmm. up. So I called back. They brought me on and COVID hit. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. And we were supposed to open in May and we know what happened. Yeah. Yes. yes, we do. And so we went a year and a half. And we opened with 27 brands. Mm-hmm. Last year we had 47, and this year we have 80. Wow. Okay, so when people cool. go to the Dayton's Project, which it's called, it's open It's open Monday through Sunday, isn't it? It's open seven, seven yeah. days a week. Yeah. And you just park in the Dayton's Rab, like mm-hmm. we were going like shopping we at Dayton's. Yes. You get off on the whichever floor. And then is it two floors? Is it one floor? It's one floor, but it is in the huge area that has the old Waterford chandeliers mm-hmm. from the 1920s where we all bought our cosmetics and yes. accessories. Yeah, the beautiful floor. Yes, beautiful. the beautiful floor. Yeah. And then it's in the old J.B. Hudson space where we all registered for our china and our yeah. crystal and yep. those kind of things. And and um that's beautiful it's beautiful it's mm-hmm. gorgeous we've never been isn't that crazy yeah you need to come i know because we do. have a whole gourmet well, food I, section i want to just do my shopping in one spot or i would like to get a bulk of my shopping in one spot and i do both julia and i yeah. appreciate unique presence yes anyway you know like so we would like the idea of you know being able to shop this way but not have to go to actually 80 different stores. Yes, really convenient. <laughs> it is. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're with Mitch Berthium. We're talking holiday shopping because there's the four-season pop-up as yeah. well. And Santa Bear came back this year, and there's questions and just really great ideas for a gift that is reasonably priced that everyone would love because I think everyone's always looking for that. Um, more than $2, less than 40 do you know what that is? We'll be right back. All right. Name the name. Name the name of the wonderful woman we're sitting with is Mitch Berthium. And she is the market maven and the retail curator and a fairy godmother to all the makers of the Twin Cities area. And you can read this article if you in the Minneapolis Star Tribune. No. Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, MPLS. It's MPLSmag.com, right? Yep. Yep. It's today. So Mitch is an old uh, grade school friend of mine. And um, you just bringing local makers and, and getting people to beautiful spaces. The Winter Makers Market is what it's called with 80 vendors and Santa Bear on the first floor. At of the Dayton's Project. Department yeah. at Dayton's yeah. is the Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Department at Dayton's. And when we go there, what are we going to experience as far as 
Are there Santa Bears left? Yeah. Oh, there's Santa Bears left. We, <laughs> I love we that. ordered, we, they, we ran out last year. And so we did order more this mm-hmm. year. Um, but I think the thing I'm most excited about is when you enter, you have like the Trader Joe's cart that you can take and everybody <laughs> fills them up because they want to support locals. Yes, yeah. I love it. And so just the fact, you know, people, the first year people are like, well, this isn't the Oval Room. This isn't the Oak Grill. No, but it's a platform for local entrepreneurs. And what could be better? And that had to have been how Dayton started in 1902. Yes, that's yes. what this was back right. when it I started. It. Yeah, I love it. So that just brings me joy that the ownership in, in New York who owns the building welcomes this at holiday. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And then you walk in and you go through a gourmet giftable food section. Oh. And we have a beautiful florist who grows all of her all of her flowers on her own farm and then dries them in the winter. And they're not like the dried flowers that my mom used to put on my dad's grave. These are absolutely gorgeous. (laughs) What an image. Sorry. We're not going to get real flowers for dad this year. Just bring in the dried hydrangeas. They're going to die anyway. Right. (laughs) My mom was lovely, but she didn't have the greatest flowers. So anyway. Anyway, um, so so and then you have everything from Molly Pepper, who grew up in St. Paul, who's this beautiful lounge and sleepwear designer who lives in L.A., who comes back every year Mm. to do this. She's also in Four Seasons and, you know, she's in Malcolm Yards, which is Mm -hmm. coming up in December, which is the only weekend market that I do because it's Malcolm Yards. Yeah. And they're tell us the weekend of that. That is the ninth and tenth of December, okay. and we have twenty three vendors, and it is wall to wall people, and it is cocktails and food, yes. and it's Malcolm Yards. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, they're such dear friends of mine, and they hire me every year, and I will do it until they don't want me to do right. it anymore. I love them dearly. Um, and then I have Viking Lakes in Egan. Oh, you do? Yes. What are you doing there? Well, they have a huge light show this year. I didn't know that. And I know there's a lot of light shows, but there isn't one in Egan, Minnesota. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that whole suburb, and we get the fun soccer moms who are out shopping and drinking wine with their girlfriends. Oh, fun. And we have 15 vendors in this magical Christmas village. When is that? That is every weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, from 5 until 8, and Sunday, um, yeah, 5 until 8, all three nights. Okay. And then tell me about the Four Seasons one. Oh, the Four Seasons. I mean, you know. This one, I, the picture's just oh, The Nordic guys. Village. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's rooftop. It's the Four Seasons. You walk in and they have somebody with small bites and mm-hmm. hot And it's free valet parking free on Saturday parking. afternoons. Oh, it is? Yes, on Saturday afternoons from when to when? Uh, it is from noon to four. Oh. Noon to four. So Saturday and Sunday, and that runs till the end of January. Yes. Dayton's runs until the end of December. Okay. Uh, Viking Lakes runs until the end of February because mm-hmm. it turns into an ice maze in January. So they have a whole other market. activation yeah, and market. I love that. I know. So this is what's happening with shopping. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the whole uh, Olympic trial this summer. For gymnastic is here. Yes. And then North Loop Green, which is that new huge building in the North Loop that just is opening in the spring, hired me to activate every Thursday night. They have a dog When do park. you sleep? Oh, my, my Mitch, gosh. How much fun is this, though? You guys, what I mean, a my dream kids job. are grown. They're yeah. gone. This is, people are like, do you ever go out? I'm like, this is what my 
love and you are retail is. hours yeah, i am mm-hmm. i am <laughs> nights and weekends yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, you couldn't get a 25 year old to do this so that's why i get hired people know i'm gonna i'm gonna work on They're weekends gonna show up yeah what a bunch of fun stuff that people don't i mean we and have, at the nordic like let's go back to the four seasons oh. again and don't forget to bring cash for tipping when you leave of the course, valley, right. you know but um what do we see up in the nordic village so kind there's of eight shoppable cabins okay. each week there's rotating I vendors so bad and there's lines like waiting to get in these cabins. The cabins are designed each one by Martin Patrick. Oh my wow. gosh! And so they are just exquisite. And then they have these clever names on the outside, like Grand Marais and mm-hmm. um, Niswa in Bemidji. Yeah. And so each week I give uh, one of the local makers a different cabin, and they set up their beautiful products inside these cabins. Yeah. Okay. And it's on the spa level on the rooftop. Mm -hmm. Next year they're expanding. They're talking about an ice rink on the. I mean, it's just, you guys, I just. How much fun. I know. And then that bar at the Four Seasons is very good, very good anytime that you're there. Anytime. Anytime it's hopping and happening. When people come to Dayton's, they're like, what do we do now? I'm like, you go to Mara, you have a hot toddy, you have lunch, and you go up on the rooftop and you shop eight other. That's a perfect thing. Perfect. Three yes. blocks down. Okay. Yes. Perfect yes. walk. I totally want to do this. Oh, Mitch, how fun. And then there's all kinds of window displays on Nicollet Mall this year put on by the Downtown Council. Beautiful. Oh, I didn't know yes. That. yes. So you can stroll Nicollet Mall and look at the windows. Zalo's open. The theaters. I mean, things are yep. open. Yeah. And we want people. We I'm, want people to get back shopping downtown and do. eating and, you know, Remember just Remember just out. what it was... Oh, and First Avenue has a new sound system that's amazing. And Mrs. Doubtfire is opening. Yes, it is. There's the a Dakota lot of and new yes. standards. There's so much fun stuff happening. Like, I think, yeah, Agreed. embrace the Twin Cities and get out there. As St. Paulites, I mean, we would go there, you know, and Minneapolis would not get their passport renewed to come to St. Paul, but we would go that we direction. Would. In on 5th, out on 6th. Yeah, no, you know, always. Remember, always. And my mom would just be like, in on 5th, out on 6th. Yeah. Now it's in on... Now it's different. In on fifth and out on seventh. Yeah, I think sixth and seventh. Sixth and seventh. No, seventh and eighth. Seventh and eighth. Yeah. <laughs> just hurry up. Go there every day. I should. Know. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the exits of ninety four. Yeah. Mm. Um. Do you like? Is there a gift there that you just think is kind of a perfect one? I know you. These are all talking about your children <laughs> and things like that. But is there one that just kind of stands out as something newer this year that? Is kind of was an idea that you thought this she is loves clever. to ask these. I do. Questions. Well, I, like I love hard. brands that have a purpose, and we have a couple brands that I think um, have phenomenal products, but really significant stories. One is Katie White Design. She is a clay jewelry designer who was at the Mayo waiting for her heart for a heart transplant, and decided that she needed something else to focus on while she was waiting for her heart, and started to be a clay jewelry designer. Wow. wow. So her thing. And she obviously got her heart. She got her heart. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> and she has a big one. Okay, oh, I love that. Yeah, she's really play cho- jewelry. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And so she, it's it's beautiful, beautiful pieces. She's one of our top sellers at Dayton's because of her talent and mm-hmm. because of her compassion and her. And story. I, know, yeah. I always say to guys who are like, "Oh, I don't know what to buy my wife." I said, "Buy her a piece of jewelry that you think she'd look for, a necklace or." From an artist, from somebody, and you'll be shocked because it's so surprising when someone does that. It is. And then, you know, we do have the favorites. We have Soda Clothing. Yes, yes. love Soda. You know, and we have Larissa Loden, and, you know, we have all of those favorites, too. 
But it's always those new vendors that I, I love having the more heritage ones always because they bring the traffic in. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's um, we have a parka this year that is this huge warm parka, and it's a, a young uh, two sisters. Their father had started this brand. He he. They live in Wayzata. He wanted to go out with his buddies all the time. They were too cold. They didn't want to go out anymore. Oh. He made this coat made out of a sleeping bag. Then he had a cardiac arrest. The girls took over the brand and completed this whole parka. They're as bright as my hat. Oh, Oh I love it. What's the brand called? It's called Dino's. Oh, I love it. Cool. Yep. And then our partnership with uh, Shop in the City, who has a store in Stillwater and 50th in France, who is our merchandise partner, who does all this Dayton stuff and our Santa Bear. Oh, the Dayton stuff is so darling. Oh, my gosh. The old... The How logo. Fun. It's really fun. Yeah. And it's fun to be here, you guys. I'm so excited. I know. I can't stand it. I hope uh, Harmony and uh, Allie don't think you're cheating on. No, they, they don't. Okay, Allie texted me. Yeah. No, I talk to Allie all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do. And no, no worries. No worries here. Big it's family good. here. I know. I know. Mitch, thank you so much. And your grandma and is your granddaughter, grandson. Granddaughter, you? Lila. She's in London. Oh, is that where your daughter lives? Yes. Oh, that's got to be a little hard. Yeah, I mean, you did know. Did she marry a British guy? She did. She was in New York working for Ralph Lauren, and he oh. was working on Wall Street, and they met, and she wanted to go over there and see everything that he, and they got married in, during COVID, and there's a lot of post-COVID babies that came pretty yeah, fast. Yeah, right? yeah. Kind of right? like the war. Right. Um, and so they're over there, and they're coming for Christmas, which I'm thrilled oh, about. Yeah. Yes. And thank God for FaceTime, but you raise mm-hmm. them to be independent, and they listen, you guys. Yeah, they oh, listen. They terrible. do it. <laughs> they moved so far away. <laughs> yes. it's terrible. Oh, thank you so much. How do people follow the projects and everything? Uh, Department at Dayton's on okay. Instagram. We don't have a website. Nobody used it. All right, fine. (laughs) Instagram, that's Thanks, Mitch. It was really a treat. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. This is Lori and Julia at MyTalk 1071, where you can download our app and listen wherever, whenever you want. And we always are streaming.